The regular season is finally here, and it's time to do some final predictions ahead of opening night. I'm Blake Atwell, and welcome to The Blake Show, Lakers betting podcast, the Lakers show that covers all things purple and gold with a combination of betting advice and analysis. Follow me on IG and X at Blake on social. Subscribe to the show on YouTube and any podcast platform by searching The Lakers Betting Podcast. Let's talk some Lakers. Man, I am really, really excited. I know we all are. The NBA, it's finally here. Regular season starts recording this on Monday night, so little over 24 hours away now. We have Lakers Nuggets in the first game, Suns Warriors in the second game. Just an amazing time. It feels like Christmas <laughs> for basketball fans. And with that, the preseason is in the books. And I think that it's time that I sort of just lay out what my, you know, what some of my uh, big predictions are for the season. And I think before I get into any of my predictions, I just kind of want to vaguely and quickly talk about the preseason and just say that the biggest thing that stands out to me about this Lakers team and what is informing the predictions that I am making is how deep the team looked in the preseason within the flow of the preseason where the games don't count and some games are going against the first string guys, other games are going against the second and the third team guys, the Lakers themselves in the Suns game, for example, did not have a point guard on the floor, and you had a guy like Rui Hachimura who looked like he was really struggling, but he was playing completely out of his role. You had a guy like Max Christie, who usually plays off the ball, who's playing on the ball for like the whole game. And those are things that you, you look at out of context. You can look at a box score and you can say, oh, man, that worries me or whatever. But you have to put it all into context and look at it and say, okay, when the Lakers top guys were playing against the other team's top guys, how did they look? And in that Suns game, for example, Anthony Davis, when he was on the court playing against Yusuf Nurkic, the gap between Yusuf Nurkic and Anthony Davis was unbelievable in terms of the way that Anthony Davis was dominating on the defensive side of the floor. And he should dominate a guy like Yusuf Nurkic. However, in the past couple of seasons, because of injuries and just lack of aggression sometimes, he hasn't always been able to do that on a consistent basis. And this preseason, that's where I'll start with Anthony Davis. I mean, he was unbelievable, especially on the defensive end of the court. And if he plays like that, that sort of is, is where I'll start. I think that Anthony Davis is going to be a finalist for defensive player of the year. I am not going to predict in the preseason, you know, right before the regular season starts, that, that he's going to win it. Because that really depends on health. And I think it also depends on narrative-wise where the Lakers are. Are they where I think they're going to be, which I'll get to more in a second, which is near the top of the West? Or do they take the foot off the gas a little bit? Are they, you know, a five seed, a six seed? In which case, you know, he may not get the recognition that he deserves. And we saw last season, I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. wins the Defensive Player of the Year award. And Anthony Davis, you know, clearly much better defensive player than him in that series. And coming out of the playoffs last season, he's the best defensive player in basketball. If you say otherwise, I don't know what you're watching. Give me the stats. Give me the eye test. Show me the film where you have a player who can move around the court laterally and as, as quickly as, as Anthony Davis does in blocking shots and contesting shots and help side defense and switching and, guarding one through five like he he can guard anybody on the basketball court and his rim protection is unbelievable and he really looks like he 
put a lot of work into his body this summer. He looks slim. He looks um, lean. He looks, you know, like he's ready to have a monster regular season. So that's my first prediction is that Anthony Davis is going to be a finalist for defensive player of the year. He is up there on the odds board. Of course, he's, he's not the favorite and, you know, that is sort of to be expected, I think mainly because of his health, but I do think that he's going to be consistently talked about in that conversation. And I do think he is going to be healthy, which is another prediction. I think that he is going to play similar to what he did last year in that like 50 to 55, maybe 60 game mark. And I know you have to play a certain amount of games to qualify for some of these awards. That may be some of the other thing where it's like, you know, I don't really know that betting on him to win an award is a, is the best use of your money because there is a, a, a minimum now for how many games you have to play. I believe it's around the 60 game mark. And that's, that's just a lot for a guy who has had durability issues in the past. Last year was like a pretty good season overall health wise for him. And he still was in the fifties. So, you know, I don't even know if he'll, if he'll qualify, but if he does qualify, I think he's definitely going to be a finalist and, and we'll sort of see what happens there. If my next prediction comes true, I think that he could very well win the award. And that is that, um, the Lakers are going to win 50 plus regular season games. It's kind of like a twofold prediction. Lakers are going to win 50 plus regular season games and be a top three seed in the Western Conference. The Lakers, they're at plus 176 right now on FanDuel to win 50 plus regular season games. That's a good plus money bet that you can take. I just think that with LeBron and AD relatively healthy, what we saw in the preseason, the depth that this team has. I think that this team, my win prediction is around 51, 52, 53 games, somewhere in that uh, in that range. And the biggest reason, even beyond just LeBron and AD being healthy and being out there on the floor and looking really good in this preseason, is their depth. And the Lakers, they showed in the preseason at times, again, they're not playing their, their, their guys, you know, in their normal roles for the whole game. And then even in the Phoenix game where uh, the, uh, the main role players got more minutes, they were completely out of taken out of context and sort of taken out of what they will be normally asked to do. You know, Rui Hachimura struggled in that game and he's not, he's, he's going to be counted on to be, you know, a, a scoring plug in the second unit. And I think he very well still will be able to do that. And overall in the preseason, he was solid. You could tell, you know, he's been working with LeBron and <laughs> in the off season and it's showing like he's, his game is a little more polished. He's getting to spots on the floor a little more easily than he did last season. So you can see that the improvement is there in him. I just think again, there is, you know, sort of a, a on Twitter or wherever a sort of reaction where people might panic looking at, that Suns game, but I don't think that you can look at that game, look at all that stuff out of context and make any declarations about what that's going to mean for the Lakers here going forward. Um, so one thing I do want to say about the Lakers winning 50 games is their first part of the season, like that schedule where you have Denver and Phoenix, your first two games. I know Sacramento's in there. I know the Clippers are in there. Like the Western conference in itself is really tough. The Pacific division is really tough, but also, like because of LeBron and AD and the additions the Lakers made this summer and the fact this team made the Western Conference Finals, they are, as always, as they sort of face every season, are faced with a tough start to the season. So 
if this seems five and five, six and four, like I'm not going to freak out. I don't think you should either think that it will take a little bit for some of these role guys to sort of, uh, you know, um, play to their roles and figure out what that, what that means for them. I think in the preseason, a guy like Christian, what you're seeing, uh, even like Gabe Vincent, these are guys, it's, it's a maturation process for both of them. Um, so I do think the team is going to hit the 50 win mark. I just think that it might take a little bit of time. Last prediction I want to give for you before the regular season starts is that Austin Reeves is going to be a finalist for most improved player. And again, I'm not going to say that he is going to win the award uh, in terms of, you know, putting money on that before we've seen any regular season basketball. And because of health, I, I just think that, you know, making future bets on, uh, on, on the awards, I have given my advice over the summer on who my picks are. My pick going into the season to win the award is Tyrese Maxey. But in terms of act, you know, actually, you know, putting money on it, I would say, wait a little bit, see how guys look on the court in the regular season. Also um, look at how sort of, you know, the health factor is playing into it. See if there is movement on that odds board and, and, and just go from there. But I really do think that Austin Reeves, you're going to see another jump. We saw it this summer playing with team USA. I talked about it a lot on the show this summer that he has, uh, you know, he, he looks even better. He looks like this team's third best player and the, Two guys in front of him were LeBron and AD. So <laughs> coming from where he was, you know, at the start of last season. And the other thing is, I mean, his points per game went way up last season after the trades were made, after the trade deadline. And then also, um, you know, in the playoffs, of course, playing next to D'Angelo Russell opens up a lot for him on the court. So I think that you're going to see big stat jumps from him. Again, I do expect the Lakers to be a 50-plus win team. And because of that, I think that you are going to see multiple guys in the conversations for these awards. I think the two to focus on are Anthony Davis for defensive player of the year and Austin Reeves for most improved. Now we have done so much talking about what's going to happen in predictions and whatever. I'm so excited for the season to start to give you guys best bets before every single Laker game on my Twitter feed or X, whatever you want to call it these days. And to also do these shows and react to whether or not the Lakers are covering uh, against the spread, how they're doing when they're favorites, uh, looking at player props, looking at just how this team is going to progress this season. I think it's a really exciting time to be a Laker fan. Lots to look forward to starting with opening night. I will have Lakers Nuggets best bets on my social media feeds tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. And we're going to call it a show. And the next time that I see you guys on one of these shows, we are going to be talking about actual meaningful basketball that counts. So really exciting stuff there. You can find us on YouTube or any podcast platform by searching The Blake Show Lakers Betting Podcast. Please follow, like, and subscribe, and I will see you next time.